Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's the August 2011 edition of our monthly open reading, which you are invited to call in and share your poetry. Or heck, just sit back and listen to people reading poetry from all over the world. But I hope you call in. The number is 646-716-7362. It's an open reading. We have no content or style restrictions. Uh, So this is your chance, ladies and gentlemen, to be brave and share a poem with uh, a potentially huge audience of millions of people listening all over the world on the internet, archived for all time for future generations at Blog Talk Radio, and possibly being listened to as we speak by culturally literate aliens from other planets or who may just be orbiting this planet uh, as we speak. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm the MC of this program and the person behind the Poetry Superhighway website, Poetry Superhighway. Dot com. Glad to have you listening. A few things I want to mention before we get to our callers. Uh, number one, we uh, since we last had an open reading, we launched our annual summer poetry contest. This launched uh, about a month ago or so, maybe just a few weeks ago. Um, and uh, this contest already has over about 125 entries so far. Um, And I want to tell you a little bit about it in case you're considering entering. First of all, I should mention that our last Poetry Superhighway live show that we did was a a conversation with the three judges of the poetry contest, uh, Christopher Emerson, um, uh, Kathleen Tyler, and Nick Patron. Uh, These are three judges from different parts of the United States who happen to be the winners of last year's contest, and they are uh, doing the yeoman's work of judging all the poems that uh, come in for this year's contest. So if you go to Blog Talk Radio slash PSH, you can uh, check out the show that we did just a couple of weeks ago where um, they uh, talked a lot about what they looked for in poetry. They shared a couple of poems that they uh, they liked a lot, and... um, and uh, if you're considering entering, it's a really great thing to listen to uh, because you can really get some you know, insights directly from the people who will be scoring the poems that you enter. Uh, beyond that, all of the entry guidelines are on the Poetry Superhighway website at poetrysuperhighway.com slash uh, – well, slash nothing. If you go there, there's a huge link that says Poetry Superhighway. And uh, then further, I'm sure you will see the links that say 2011 contest. There's a $1 per poem entry fee. Uh, you can enter as many poems as you want. Um, and all the specific directions on exactly how to enter are there. There's a form you fill out and blah, 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 blah. Make sure you follow those guidelines because if you don't, your poems won't be entered, um, etc. Um, also, uh, the really cool thing about this contest is that even if you don't win, three three poems will win. Three poets will, will rise to the very top, and they will divide up 100% of the entry fees. So if you're one of those people who are suspicious that, uh, well, where does the money go that uh, that you pay to enter the contest, don't be. I'm I'm certainly not pocketing it, and in fact, it's it's a it's a bit of a uh, a loss uh, because of the fees that PayPal charge. But uh, not that big of a deal. I'm not telling you that so you can feel sorry for me. I'm telling you so that way you will um, understand that all of the money that you enter goes directly – or that you that you pay your uh, $1 per poem entry fee uh, goes directly to the um, pool of money that is divided up between the top three scoring poets. So if you happen to be one of the winning poets – you will um, you will win a chunk of of that money, and 100% of all of that money goes to the top three scoring poets. But beyond that, if you're are not in the top three scoring uh, positions, you will still get some kind of cool prize of specific interest to poets and writers just for entering. I have a 38 sponsors, 38 individuals, websites, organizations from uh, literally all over the world who have pledged a large roster of prizes. Um, which will allow us to, as we have done every year in the past, give a prize to every single person who entered just for entering. So even if you score in last place, uh, and I hope you don't, 
but uh, even if you do, you will get um, a poetry book in the mail or a subscription to a uh, poetry magazine or a service um, of interest to poets and writers or other cool kinds of things that you um, that you could possibly get. And the way to see – you can actually see the entire list of prizes that was – that uh, that have been uh, offered by again going to the contest page at Poetry Superhighway, and uh, there you will not only see all the entry guidelines, but you'll see the long, long list of prizes that you could potentially win just for entering. So we're in the middle of that right now. Uh, the deadline, I think, is sometime in early October. Uh, not 100% sure, but it's not today or tomorrow, so don't freak out. Uh, but uh, the specific info is is all there. So that's our contest. I hope you enter. I also want to uh, mention two other things. One, a good friend of mine, Brandon Constantine, just put out a brand new book um, on Right Bloody Press. You can go to rightbloody.com and uh, check it out. It's called Birthday Girl with Possum. Um, it's his second uh, full-length collection. Um, his first um, uh, was out on Red Hen Press, um, also a very cool collection. Um, I um, I've read this book a couple of times. Uh, the new one, Birthday Girl with Possum. It's um, it's very cool. It's um, it's a lesson in poetry. It's accessible. Um, it breaks the rules um, as well as highlights them. Um, and I can't recommend it enough. Um, you can check it out again by going to writebloody.com. Uh, and clicking on the the shop link at the top. I'm also pasting the uh, link in the uh, chat room if you happen to be there now. Um, very excited about this book. I'm particularly excited because there was a reading last night here or yesterday afternoon actually here in LA um, where the book was launched. Uh, it was just it was a sold out crowd, uh, which is pretty good because it didn't uh, didn't actually cost anything to get in. Uh, but um, at, a, at a gallery in Venice, California, standing room only, uh, someone actually brought a live possum to the event, which was a bit strange. But um, anyway, I don't get excited about individual books of poetry all that much. So um, uh, uh, take my word for this one. Do check out Brendan Constantine's Birthday Girl with Possum. Uh, you won't regret it, I promise you. Uh, finally, I just want to, before we get into the uh, open reading, um, uh, and the uh, uh, the long list. Wow, it's a huge list of callers already. Um, I'm getting to you soon, callers. Don't worry. Um, I see you. I see you. Um, one other thing I want to mention. There's a sh- another blog talk radio show um, called the Reverse Classic uh, Open Mic. I think that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> if that's not what it's called, I apologize. Um, uh, but uh, this is a show that happens every Sunday here on Blog Talk Radio. You can find it by going to blogtalkradio.com slash reverse. That's R-E-verse. Um, and uh, I I listened to the show last week and called in as well. And it's it's an unusual uh, reading in that it's it's an open mic. Anyone can call in and read, but um, you're not allowed to read your own poem. You're supposed to pick... Um, a poem by another poet who um, who has particularly influenced you, and it's pretty wide open as to who that can be. Last week, I called in and read a poem by Billy Collins. I mean, the, the premise of the show is is kind of looking uh, to where we came from to kind of help understand where it is that we're going. So the idea being that you'd look at, that you'd you'd pick a poem to read by uh, someone uh, from a while back, uh, but um, not necessarily. They even suggest in their in their in their uh, description of the show at Blog Talk Radio that it could be someone like Billy Collins, someone who's still alive and still very relevant today, or really anyone that you want. I'm sure they're open to it. But it's a it's a fun show. It's very cool to hear. Uh, people calling in and reading poetry um, by poets besides themselves. It's kind of a set-your-ego-aside sort of situation, um, and it really has the potential to expose you and all of us who are listening to all kinds of other people um, out there who are influencing people writing today. So that's um, that show is tonight at um, 5 o'clock Pacific Time or 8 o'clock Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio dot com slash reverse r e dash verse hosted by uh, Nyla and Andy Scott. Check it out; it's pretty cool. All right, well, I've babbled on long enough, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get to our first caller, um, who is from the nine seven three area code. Hello. How you doing, Rick? <laughs> that never. <laughs> 
You know who this is. This is I do indeed. This is Dave <laughs> Dave Nivis from uh, from the lush rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey. Lush rolling radioactive hills of Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> where we were, we we didn't have much in Newark, New Jersey. All we had was toxic waste, but we had love, just like they had on Walnuts Mountain. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to do a show just like that right here. But anyway, the piece I wanted to read to be very quick so you could get to your other guests is called My Backyard, and uh, it's an unusual piece, so please bear with me. It's not too long. Okay. Here it goes. I knew that this day was different and that big changes were coming. I opened the door to my backyard and was immediately greeted by a tomcat in top hat and tails, candy cane walking stick, and shiny waxed whiskers, who they say is both a high-ranking cable TV executive and a full-time pimp, as if there were a difference. He is indignant. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? enjoying the very finest in live kitty entertainment, including live sex shows, nightly kitty concerts, including the three terrors, the finest in live boxing and extreme tough cat competition with special features like tonight's main event. So you thought you could continue to enjoy this top-flight entertainment package for free? One of you, some kind of commie pinko? Your free trial is over. Let me show you our most popular premium entertainment packages. Pay up, buddy boy. I was so impressed with his presentation that I paid him the 129 bucks on the spot as he proceeded to lick himself. I thought, oh, for the simple joy of being able to lick one's own genitalia. Two, tonight was fight night to immediately follow the kitty burlesque show. The preliminary bouts were very exciting as the unmarked refrigerated trucks parted off the losers to the nearest restaurant, where they will most likely be making their final appearance. I looked forward to the main event. In this corner, weighing two and three-quarter tons, 45% ego, 30% bigoted greed, and 25% oxycodons, this heavyweight has no record except for tax evasion, lewdness, and CDS, but has the unique distinction of being a completely self-contained unit in that he possesses both the male and female sex organs. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were to ask this great warrior to screw himself, he could cheerfully comply. There is a duality in his sexuality. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... The pill-popping neo-Nazi propagandist. And in this corner, we have the dimpled, perfect, perky, bouncing, laughing, giggling, bubbling, effervescent, artistic, always positive, Dr. Norman Vincent appealing, who will kill you with kindness and then stab you when you turn. But remember that she is not a witch. This perfect poetic priestess is also known as Little Miss Everything, she can do most anything, including giving head from both sides of her face. And she also promises to pay for your open-heart surgery with a bucket of chicken. Let's welcome the phony, backstabbing, lying, two-faced, dizzy bitch. Remember, she loves ya. The decision. I can't tell you how it ended since the principal stole my wallet beat the crap out of me, had me arrested, and have since filed suit against me. Boy, what a show. I can't wait for tonight's show in my backyard. End poem. Thanks, David. I, I, uh, I had time to gather a group of people to uh, to be the audience. Uh, uh, um um, thank you for sharing that. That's that. Uh, that was vividly. Very, brief, very briefly, let me tell you just in two seconds what inspired that. The, I, I was not. I decided to have a, a moratorium on all television watching, and I just sat in my backyard 
and I watched the cats who were in heat. I watched them carry on. And let me tell you something. They put on quite a show. And so I decided to write this piece to try to use the absurd in there, just like you do in a lot of your pieces. So this is what I came up with, and I, I was really pleased with the results. I'm a fan of the absurd. I, I find it interesting you know you that, <laughs> that you would um, that you would make a point of saying the cat's carrying on as opposed to being specific, since you're so very specific in your poetry. <laughs> well, sometimes too much is too much, so you have to be a little, you know, the, a poet knows. A poet always knows when uh, uh, too much is too much. It's like any poem, you know. You can overdo it. Sometimes a, a, a reader already has an idea, a, a very good idea. Like for example, in the uh, um, the 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 the, um, um, the 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 poems uh, in the Holocaust poems. Everybody has an idea what the, what the Holocaust is. And so it's very important. They've all seen the, the horrible pictures. And so, the, you know, they all have the horrible images. So you, you try not to overdo it. You allow the reader to have just so much. You know, you, you give just so much, and you let the reader do the rest. And it's, it's, it's a very fine line. Indeed it is. Well, uh, David, thanks for sharing it with us. I always appreciate uh, you calling in, and and, uh, and now I know what's happening in your backyard. <laughs> Buy my book, Dad Nevitt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Where can people get your book if they if they do want to pick uh, it up? Amazon.com. It's called... Um... It's 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 um it's called Tales of an Unclean Life. I'll put it on the chat room. Okay. And it's also on on uh, Barnes Noble. Okay, and Friesen Press. So Friesen Friesen Press. Okay, cool. Well, David, thank you so much for calling in, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much, Rick. It's it's always great. Thank you so much. Likewise, take it easy. That's uh, David calling from uh, the lush, rolling, and now radioactive hills of uh, of Newark, New Jersey. Um, always happy to have him uh, call in. The number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362. If you're on the Blog Talk radio page and you have Skype and a good microphone um, and a decent Internet connection, I believe you can just click the the uh, Skype button and call right in uh, that way as well. That's what I'm doing. Um, and it actually sounds a lot better. It doesn't sound like you're you're on a phone. But I recommend having a good mic and a good Internet connection because otherwise it will cut out and do crazy things and then you won't get on the air. But call in if you want. That's fine too, 646-716-7362. Moving along to our next caller from the 415 area code. Hi. Hey, Rick. How are you? It's Jay DeSalvo. Hey Jay, how's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, okay. Just you know, typical poet, et cetera stuff. <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> uh so you're um experiencing uh an emptiness in your soul, is that uh Um physical violence, et cetera, yeah, you know, as usual. <laughs> like I said last time I called you in Arizona. Uh yeah, we don't we don't need to go into all that. We're just gonna piss everybody off. <laughs> Let's not. I see by your area code. Are you in San Francisco now, or is this? Yes, or, I'm okay. in San Francisco at a hacker place called Noise Bridge. I'm not supposed to say the name, so forget it. Um, and um, yeah, I'm staying on Mission Street currently, and uh, looking for uh, you know, looking to deal with some evil real estate people here in uh, San Francisco. Yes. Well, damn them to hell. Um, <laughs> I. You know, I, I was just talking about Brendan, who's a, I know you know from down here as well, and um, he's going to be um, in San Francisco the next few nights. So, um, oh really? Yeah. Uh, in fact, Is tomorrow. Night, anywhere? Uh, yeah, not just reading in his room, but um, he's actually got a few, <laughs> few gigs uh, tomorrow night at the Makeout Room, which is I believe in the Mission District. Uh, uh, on 22nd Street, he's going to be reading at 7 o'clock. On 22nd. Uh, wow, okay. I'm actually writing this down. Yeah, 3225 22nd Street. 
uh, the makeout room, seven o'clock tomorrow. And then, um, well, I'm just looking at his website now. As a matter of fact, the next night in Heldsburg, California, which which I think might be oh. outside of town. But on Thursday, it's like wine uh, country kind of thing, yeah. It could be, uh, or maybe you you would know. I have no idea. Um, uh, well, Maxwell then, actually, his father lives there, and and you know Maxwell. Yeah. Maxwell yeah, is a guy, um, uh, for the rest of the people who might be listening, is a guy who we knew who uh, who used to be a regular at the Cobalt Cafe Tuesday night reading that I host in, in Southern Cal. But you're saying his dad lives in, in Hellsburg. But then if you're still uh, up there on uh, Tuesday, August 9th uh, – no, wait. That is the Hellsburg one. I'm sorry. On Thursday, the, the 11th, he'll be in San Francisco again reading at an event called – Open Heart Poetry at an event at a at a venue called uh Om Shan T two three three fourteenth Street. So if you go to Brendanconstantine dot com you can you can click on readings and you, you can see those. But since you're up there and I know you, you dig Brendan, uh uh yeah. there you go. But enough about him. Yeah, I could go on. Um but you know <laughs> we we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um I um, I just want to mention uh, that another bicycle review is coming out on 17th of August. Um, so yeah, that's happening, and I'm trying to publish books and stuff. You know, as you know, good luck with that. But uh, I have a poem. Let's hear it. A new one. Uh, it was. It's called the Russian Knob. Um, it's about being assaulted uh, assaulted by the upper middle class. <laughs> Anyhow, there we go. Frank is a flower pot, beguiled by hammers, wielded by wolves, and headed by hooves. Proxy apologists, anti-ecologists, working with and for shirkers. The perks and the pennies, oh please. Smash, smash goes the flower, to trash and to ash goes the pot. And the lot. Too many distractions by too many factions. What else do you got? It's pity you want. Your chains are the things which your hammers have wrought. And that's it. Wow, well done. Well done. Enjoyed the That's voice. That's kind of going well. back more to the early rhyming cobalt style in a way. <laughs> I I remember <sighs> I remember it well. No. What um what's the um what's the uh the website for bicycle review in case people want to check it out? Oh, it's um the bicyclereview.net or you can go to bicycle review with no the because Facebook makes you pretend you're a person. And the uh, website and email and everything are also on there. Cool. Well, um, well, we're looking forward to that uh, next next issue. Um, uh, glad to glad to find you back in San Francisco. Sorry you're dealing with um, with things, but it seems like that may be a, a better place for poets. All right. Well, yeah. As, again, if we get into the reasons behind all this, this will get extremely political, and that's the last thing I want. I get enough of that all the time. So. Uh, Rick is still here, and that's awesome. <laughs> Well, thanks, man. Um, it's awesome that you're still doing it too. So, um, so cool. Have a enjoy your time up there as best you can. I hope you get to see Brendan Reed, and uh, looking forward to the next I issue will be there. of the Bicycle Review. Beautiful and Poetry Superhighway as well. Thank you again, Rick. <clears throat> Thank you. That's uh, Jay uh, DeSalvo calling from San Francisco, California. Someone who obviously I uh, know from uh, down here when he he spent some time in Southern California and. Used to be a regular at the the two, weekly reading, which I still host uh, at the Cobalt Cafe Tuesday nights. Check it out, poetrysuperhighway.com slash cobalt. The number for you to call in, ladies and gentlemen, is area code 646-716-7362. Moving along to a caller from the 520. Hello. Hi, this is Albert Lennon calling from Picture Rocks, which is a community over the mountains from Tucson, Arizona. Say it again, Picture Rocks? Picture Rocks. It's a rural community, unincorporated Pima County. It's called Picture Rocks because it's a huge archaeological site, and we have rock art all around us. Cool. Yeah, That sounds great. Well, uh, Alan, uh, uh, first time Albert. calling in. Oh, Albert, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. uh, first time calling into the show? It is, it is, and thank you for all the work that you do on, on things like this. It's really cool. Poetry Superhighway is really cool. I'm glad it's I discovered it. 
I'm glad you did too. Um, it's it's my pleasure. It's uh, you know our mission is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible, and this is just another extension of that. So glad glad you're on board, and uh, you have a poem for us. I do. Um, today's August seventh. On August tenth will be the 331st anniversary of the American Revolution. Now wait, you say July fourth is is already gone. I'm talking about the first American Revolution, and this is the poem. This is a story about a revolution, and I ain't talking about no evolution, just an angry solution to a foreign intrusion. Came roaring down to a bloody conclusion. This first American Revolution didn't have no one named George or Tom, no Washington or Jefferson, just lots of brown faces in the desert sun. Pueblo Indians and Spanish invaders in the great Southwest, our own version of the great crusaders, doing what soul savers know to do best. Yeah, Padres and conquistadors kissed the cross and cleaned the floors. We don't mind if the soldiers take your women. They can go to confession if they've been sinning. At Acoma, the Spaniards brought war by blood and fire. Cannons against arrows built a funeral pyre. Three days of fighting and the Pueblo was in flames. One thousand redskins dead, five hundred in chains. And there was peace and disease. Peace of the sword, peace of our Lord, disease of the growing foreign horde. But in the quiet of the Kivas, hidden from the true believers, they'd have talked of their rights. They talked about fight. So in the year of 1675, Governor Trevino had the cavalry arrive, arrested 47 medicine men, whipped them and jailed them, making them ready for heaven. Pope, Pope, I'll bet you never heard of Pope, a Tewa from Pueblo San Juan, a medicine man, a troublemaker. In a Spanish jail, the tale was drawn, revolt against the Spaniards and their killer priests. Pope preached vengeance without cease. He knew that one Pueblo couldn't do it alone. They had to organize, unite, despite, despite, to rise up. For five long years, the alliance built, overcoming jeers and fears until there were cheers. August 10th, 1680, the word went out in hope and hate. Smoke signals confirmed the date. Dozens of Pueblos prepared the fate of the Spanish invaders who'd taken their land. The time had come to make a stand. Well, in just three days, whoops, in just three days, the priests were killed and the missions were burned. And I have just, <laughs> I have just had a senior moment here, so hang with me. <laughs> Dead air is not good. Uh oh, I am flubbing my first, my solo attempt here. In just three days, the missions were burned and the, and the priests were killed. Then the, then the rebels surrounded Santa Fe, capturing cannons and burning the town, singing the Latin liturgy while the Spaniards went down, 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 back to Mexico in defeat. The elite had been beat by heathens in bare feet. The first American revolution, the native solution to imperial pollution. The Pueblo people did what no others could do, not the Aztec, not the Maya, not the Incas in Peru. The Spanish were gone. The Southwest was free, but power corrupts. It has to be. Pope now thought he should be king. Most of the Pueblos went ahead and did their own thing. Well, the Spaniards returned, laid siege, and broke their will. After 12 years of freedom came oppression's chill, and the bill is still to be paid. If you're thinking that the story has got you inspired, just remember that it's stinking when there's blood and fire. Akama. Akama, Hopi, Afghanistan, Iraq, people get pissed off and fight back when we attack Jack. So my message today, what I'm trying to say is let's cut out the crap, send out a rap, get out of this trap, avoid another scrap. All we are saying, you know the song, is give peace a chance, everybody. All we are saying is give peace a chance. The First American Revolution. Thank you. Thank you, Albert. Uh, a sad story. Um, and uh, the line about, um, you know, still not uh, still not being paid back. What was the line? The bill, that bill just, is still to be paid. The bill is still to be paid. You know, it really kind of hits home when thinking about the Native uh, populations. Uh, you know, it's a bill that really isn't ever going to be paid. And, um, right. As much as we can do to make our own society the best that we can, it's it's um, uh, we often forget about what it is that happened to to allow us to do what is that we do, um, which is very sad. Um, but uh, I'm very happy that you called in, and I really appreciate you sharing that piece. 
Thank you very much, and thanks for the good work that you do. Talk to sure. you. Do you, do you. Before I let you go, do you do you have a website or anything people can uh, check you out? No, at? no. Um, how about uh, in in the Picture Rock area or or in your greater community? Do you participate in any live readings or anything that you can share? I retired here from San Francisco in 2001 and came into a really, really vibrant and nurturing poetry scene and performance poetry scene. And uh, I was a, a bit about myself. I didn't get my high school diploma until I was 51 years old. And then I went on and got three degrees, one of which was an interdisciplinary creative arts degree. And I came out of that doing performance poetry. I'd written poetry since I was 14, but uh, I didn't go into it thinking anything like that. And Tucson was a really welcoming place for that, nurturing place. And uh, well, we had you know, spoken word troops of people. We had tours. We had all kinds of stuff going on. Um, there's a, a very strong academic poetry scene, and this was kind of the, the non-academic scene where, where people could be heard. And uh, it was centered around the Hazy Days Cafe, which is now defunct. Um, and it was a weekly thing, so pretty much it forced us to write every week because we wanted to get up and do our stuff. Now it's pretty much all slam stuff and the academic poetry stuff. And that other scene has kind of uh, slipped away. Well, that's a shame, but at least at least those two things exist. I mean, it, it, you know, here in L.A., yeah. I think there's a little more crossover than what you're describing in terms of readings where where both can happen or someone might read something which can work in both both worlds um uh, uh but but it does sound like there's some things going on that people can check oh, out yeah. uh, uh which is great. Well, um Albert, I hope you call in again and and thanks again for sharing that with us. Thanks, Rick. Take it easy. That was uh, Albert calling from Picture Rocks, Arizona outside the Tucson uh area. Um, cool. All right. You call in uh, 646-716-7362. That's to the number or Skype in or um, I don't know. Maybe there's some other kind of advanced technological thing you could do to call in. I wouldn't know what that is, but maybe you do. Uh, hello, 202. Hi, this is Susan calling. I have called in before. In fact, I was, a, I think, a seventh place winner in one of your poetry uh, competitions. And cool. It's always, glad. always great to be talking here. Uh, great to have you. Susan, where are you calling from? Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. All right. Cool. Well, um, welcome back. Uh, thanks for being a repeat offender and <laughs> and for participating in, in our contest in the past. Um, got a poem for us? Yes. It's uh, it's called Unknowing the Current Darling. I knew you when you wrote bad poetry and didn't know which fork to use and wore plaid flannel shirts with a slide rule protruding from your pocket. On the cusp of your currency, we met again and rushed to share our lives, words didn't come fast enough as we sought each other's joys, pains, and marveled at the chance to share once more our piebald dreams. Now your face is on every screen and your words articulate our beliefs. Contenders for public office proudly wield your opinions on their implements of campaign war. People come to me for the favor of an introduction, desiring to share in celebrities' hierarchy. And so, remembering our friendship, I give them the speckled help they seek. But you have moved on, rushing to interpret today's breaking news and guarded by rough crews paid to fend off the unimportant, those whose claim is old and not for profit. Unmindful that strobe-lit fame may quickly fade, but old friends still remember fondly those earlier golden times when you wrote bad poetry and didn't know which fork to use. I went across a friend who had become a very important person on in public life, and <laughs> that's what resulted. 
That's funny. You, you, uh, uh, the poem easily could have ended without the line about the fork. You know, r- 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 wrote bad poetry and didn't know. You know, <laughs> uh, but the, 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 the fork, the fork line just. And usually that's the case anyway. But, um, uh, but the 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 fork line uh, I think just accentuates it. Uh, I think writing bad poetry and not knowing which fork to use. Well, actually, let me take that back. I have no idea which fork to use, and I think my poetry's okay, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not sure how to assess that now that I've now that I've started digging a hole. <laughs> um, Susan, what what a great poem! Uh, so glad you could uh, you could call in and share it with us. Uh, tell me, I I know you you probably mentioned this last time you were on the air, but is there anything in the Washington D.C. area that that you attend regularly that you'd want to uh, give a shout out about? Not regularly, but I'm putting together a group in the DuPont Circle area uh, that will be gathering fairly regularly as soon as the August vacations are over uh, mm. to to read uh, in our houses. And I think it's useful to uh, to do this because... Uh, the public venues, it's, there aren't too many, and there's so many people who want to read. This will be a little slower pace, and we'll get a chance to know each other. I think that's going to work. That sounds great. Yeah. That's really nice. Um, and do you have how, – how can someone get in touch with, with you if they want to participate in that? Well, I'm in the, the phone book, but they could – Look online. I have a blog called, called Bright Sparkly Jewels. Http dot slash slash bright sparkly jewels dot blogspot dot com. And uh, if they want to get in touch with me, with me that way will work pretty well. And they may hear a bit about DC history from the last forty years because I've been writing about it. Oh, oh, that sounds very cool. <laughs> I love historical poems, or you know, sometimes people come into the, you know, the reading I host every week and read poems about the, you know, the, the way it used to be in the San Fernando Valley, which is where, yes. where I am, and it's just it's very interesting, you know, because things really change kind of rapidly, and uh, and I have been uh, an activist here for years. It's sort of half poems and half standing. In in front of the police, uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the poems are here to stay. And every year, I have a, a huge St. Patrick's Day—not quite St. Patrick's Day party—that all the politicians come to, and I make them read poets poetry. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> guerrilla poetry for the politicians. Um, uh, Susan, thanks so much for calling in. Great to great to hear your piece, and uh, and hope to hear from you again. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Sure. That was uh, Susan calling from Washington D.C. Uh, reading her poem. Uh, moving along the, to a caller from the three two three area code. Hi. Hi, Rick. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Who am I talking to? Good. My name is Maria, and I live in West Hollywood. And um, I've talked, I've read before online, and I've come to the Cobalt before. Oh yes, okay. Yeah, I love the Cobalt, and um, just um, nice to be able to read some poetry online. Yes, well, it's good to good to uh, have you read poetry online. I, I needed a little more uh, than the high Rick to re- to recognize your voice, <laughs> but uh, but I recognize it now. So uh, welcome back, and oh, um, let's hear your poem. Okay, this is, um, I don't know if I think I had told you I was in a band, so this is kind of yeah. a, one of the a poem, poem that I wrote, and I made it into a song, so um, it's um, kind of short, but I'll read it. It's called These Days, and it goes, um, I feel so lonely with these thoughts of mine. They don't stop even with time. You think they'd get better, allow your mind to rest. They don't quit. They don't quit. I feel stuck, so fucked up, doing right and feeling wrong. I can't keep up, turn around, so hard to keep my feet on the ground. I'm so sick of these days, trying to find ways, but this time I won't quit. I will never forget. 
and that's it. So I kind of made it a kind of it's kind of a cool song. It kind of sounds like a Patti Smith, and I'm putting it on mm-hmm. a new album that we've completed and we're ready to master. So it's pretty cool with the music. Where yeah, I would imagine uh, you know song when a when a song is put together, typically, uh, not that a song has to be typical, but it. Um, it you know the it, it takes a lot longer uh, the lyrics because you're repeating a chorus and there's music you know and the, the singing right is, so that I I bet that's a three or four minute song you know yeah it, it took you know forty second thirty seconds to read the the words where where can people check out your music online if they if they want to do that um, we have a website we're called the Motorcycle Black Madonnas oh. and um, I have a great story about that I met Lou Reed once. And he told me that if he were starting over, that would be the name of his band. <laughs> so that was kind of cool because I love Lou Reed. And um, so uh, it's called, it's just MotorcycleBlackMadonnas.com. And we have a new album and we're going to make um, albums and um, CDs because people are really into albums again now. So um, it'll be out soon and we'll put it up and hopefully get it out there. And I want to come back to the cobalt again. It's just a, I wonder if ever sometime we can do a reading in like a West Hollywood or something with a cobalt. Maybe we could find a place sometime. Well, you know that sounds cool, um, but it may not be necessary. I mean, I don't know if you're, you're aware, but there are readings happening all over LA literally every single day. Um, yeah. So I mean, but I mean, maybe you're particularly into the Cobalt, you know, group and vibe, which is which is cool. But I mean, if you do want a place to go, and it's not a Tuesday night in the West Valley at nine o'clock, um, undoubtedly there's something closer to you happening on on every day. And you can check out um, www.poetics p o e t i x dot net, and um, which is kind of a um, it's basically a, a publica a monthly publication uh okay. that um that is centered around the Southern California poetry community. And if you click on the calendar link, you can see all the different readings happening all over the place. So check that out and I'm sure there's something closer to you happening periodically. Not that that excuses you from going to the Cobalt. Exactly. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but and thank you so much, Rick, for how you know, giving us this opportunity to read and definitely when I get another chance I'm gonna come down to the Cobalt. Cool. Okay, All right, great to, great to hear you again. That was uh, that was uh, Maria calling from uh, West Hollywood, California. Moving right along, going kind of quick because I want to make sure I can fit everybody in uh, before the end of the uh, show, at the end of the hour. Our next caller is from the 513 area code. Hello. How y'all doing tonight? This is Romeo Dinati. <clears throat> How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Where are you calling from? Name. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. Cool. You got a poem for us? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, This piece is titled, The Way You Make Me Feel. I ask that you lend me your ears so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and answer to your soul with my thoughts. Time and time again, I'm anticipating when I can be with you. When I can look at your smile and see the truth that I knew we were the two. There's never more than a second that I don't think about you. Only for a moment when I not want to be with you. And that's only because I'm thinking about the moment I can be with you. I feel you smiling because I'm doing the same. Thinking I can turn your smile into screaming my name in your dream. When dreaming of the day after forever, we are we. You and I together in the end is the future I see. I want to be your station so I can show you that you're my reality. No need for you to say you'll be with me. I'll watch while you show me, ooh, we. That you have me. You'll be begging for more when you have me. So I have a seat while I caress your feet. But first I rub your temple, massage through your hair. Then whisper the sweetest melodic poems in your ear Cause it would sad with the air But the smile in your lips and heart is my only care So smile until your face hurts No trust, believe that I'll work at this until it works I'll even work overtime so you'll understand how much I want you That's mine I'm speaking my thoughts, my truths on the way you make me feel. 
imagining how wonderful this is real, how it would feel. Can't explain it. It's the way you make me feel. And I never want this feeling to leave. I want you to never take it away from me. If I got to forever be by your side, to sign me up for eternity. Because when I say I want thee, only the love of God would I want more for me. This is the way you make me feel. And it's the greatest feeling that can be. That's my thought. Very cool. Um, uh, 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 clearly a love poem. I love the ooey in 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 the uh, uh, in the middle. That was very cool. And the the concept that you know of um, you know the you know not more than a second goes by. Uh, you know while that I'm not thinking of you, which it was so cool. And it reminds me of the the intensity. I don't know if you ever listened to Led Zeppelin, but they have a song called "Thank You." Where, um, uh, it says stuff like, you know, if the sun refused to shine, I would still be loving you. Mountains crumble to the sea, there would still be you and me. I mean, just that basic, you know, I love you and that's all there is and yeah, this yeah, is how big it is. That's... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, do you have a website or something people can check out? No, I'm not connected anywhere at the moment. Uh, okay. Right now I'm just working on a CD and trying to get two singles out. And then I actually be connected with the world. <laughs> um, cool. Well, um, you know what? You're just gonna have to call back in when you get that stuff out, so you can let us know where we can where we can find it. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I'm enjoying the show. Cool. Glad. Glad you called in. How often uh, is the show? This is once a month. Um, uh, not on a particular. It's always on a Sunday at at uh, two p.m. Pacific time. Uh, but the okay. particular week that it is varies depending on basically when when I can do it. But if you go to if you get on the Poetry Superhighway email list, which you can do from our front page, poetrysuperhighway.com, uh, you will always get um, notifications of of when when it's happening. So you won't miss it if you want to call in. Oh, okay. Tell me your yeah, first I'm name. Again. Romeo, Romeo D. Romeo, Romeo, of course. Of course. Um, all right. Well, cool. Uh, Romeo, thanks a lot for calling in. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, okay. Most definitely. All right. So that's uh, Romeo from Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, laying the love down, um, as it were. Moving right along to a caller from the 510 area code. Hello. Hello. It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Nice this to is, talk uh, to you. You too. Ryan Berman. Where are you calling from? I'm coming. I'm calling from Berkeley, California. Berkeley, California. And I'm... Uh, I'm trying to think. Is it 20 years that I, when I first started going to the cobalt readings back in the day? Oh no, it couldn't be that long, but it it could be close to that. I've been hosting the cobalt since '94, so almost maybe. Okay. Uh, but that's yeah. still a pretty long time. Yes. All right. Well, here's a short one, and uh, thanks. Um, this is fun. Uh, this goes out to anyone in a post-breakup online trolling <laughs> situation, which happily I am not okay. being married. and so. Yes. But I sent this out to a friend who uh, for solace, and it gave me a tiny bit of confidence that it might be worth um, sharing. So here you go. This is called the salt shaker trick. If you could have seen me thinking just then, off-center where people turn into plans, transparent and holding down the backspace key, my bed's even more comfortable now that I wash the sheets and blankets. I traded fantasies with you behind the windscreens. So what if I broke into the orchard hardware and tried on their vinyl gloves? It's a long list of crimes. My thinking in percentages is a contagious editing process complete with this warning. Objects in this apartment are more grotesque than they appear. That's awesome, Ryan. Uh, enjoy that. I miss your I miss your work. Um, it's it's brevity and and conciseness uh, or consistency. I don't know what the right word is there, but um, uh, it's sure. cool to hear your voice after all this time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll keep I'll keep listening and doing stuff and. I'll send you some uh, links for music stuff and a couple other writers up here in the San Francisco Bay Area that um, you might want to uh, pollinate with. That would be cool. Do you, do you, you got a website of your own uh, people can check out if, if they want to, who might be listening? 
Uh, nope. No, just some music things. I'm in a band, but yeah. Well, well what's I'll the, put it on the People like music. Okay, yeah, type it in the chat room. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. all right, cool. Well, Ryan, just a, another plug. I know you you probably you might have heard me mention this at the beginning of the show or earlier on, but um, uh, Brandon and the Mission. Yeah, I would definitely check that out. Uh, if if and 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 if and if I'm wrong, let me know, and I'll never recommend it again. But I I think it's going to be well worth uh, well worth anyone's time to to check that show out. Yeah, I work like four blocks from there. Oh, cool. I work in the Mission, so that could be that could happen. Awesome. All right, well, really, you, really great to hear your voice and and talk with you again soon, I hope. Okay, phone hugs. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, that was the I think that was the first phone hug I received here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from now on, everyone must phone hug me. Uh, that is the new rule. Um, all right, uh, that was Orion calling from Berkeley, California, moving along to a caller from the 386 area code. Hello. 386, you there? Oh, that's a shame. All right. Um, how about the uh, 513 area code? Are you there? Anyone from the 513? Oh, we're miserably failing. Okay. How about 918? Are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Fantastic. That's. <laughs> I got worried there. I was I was going to get no one. Um, uh, who am I talking to and where are you from? My name is Christopher Knight, and uh, I am calling from Cushing, Oklahoma. From where, Oklahoma? Cushing, Oklahoma, like more Cushing, Cushing for yeah. Cushing. It, it. It's it's like a it's a really small town, really small town. I I was I started you know, doing the spoken word in Houston, but I came up here to be closer to family. A reasonable but, uh, thing to do. Yeah. Um. Because the economy and everything the way it is, and it's just hard out there for a lot of people. And it's just it's kind of like reminiscent of a poem that I wrote shortly after I got me some Dave Bowlers. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just, yeah, I guess this will be that piece. Have Let's you ever go. had a month? All right, go ahead. No, I was going to say go ahead, but uh, but you did, oh. so keep going. Uh-huh. Right. Have you ever had a month... Where if it can go wrong, it do. It's like you're hiking through the desert and then the swamp and you're the shoe. Wait, forget that. You're the sock inside that shoe, unchanged for four whole weeks. Then you get you down a Walmart just because of how bad you reek. Then tie that foot to an alcoholic who can't control his bladder. Set your mind into that picture. Before you ask me what's the matter, being a sock inside a filthy shoe, that may be how I feel. Good things, feelings ain't always true. Because who wants to be a sock inside that awful shoe? But the bum, many washes hair and germax. He got that bounce back, beautiful stare. Finally opened up a place in his heart where it can honestly say he cares. So you want to talk about the fall down or hear about the step up? Grab this mic now like a trike. Let the world be all fucked up. Because a bum, man, he can't control the world. Neither can his socks. So I just take up everything you value and let that be your rock. And if you want to put that in your pipe and smoke it, man, don't complain when it'll all be gone. See who else can you really blame you choose to live your life wrong? A sock inside a filthy shoe, every perception can be cleansed. It's like every sail on every ship is only to find its limit. So it tells me just get over it, this rocking sock of blues. Because maybe one day it changes socks when I wear out those shoes. And that's that piece. Very nice, Christopher. Thank you so much for sharing. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My my pleasure. Um, do you, do you have a website or anything uh, people can check out uh, to hear more work from you? Um, I I do have a book available at BarnesandNoble dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh a lot of the you know some of my earlier pieces um more like metered and you know regimented in the you know it's kind of like you know as far as poet 
in some part, it's 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 kids basic, you know. I I I just wrote to express myself because you know, I believe in expressing yourself. You got to get it out. If you don't get it out, it's going to come out. And, you know, if you don't do it constructively, it comes out destructively. And I've just I think we've all destroyed enough in our time. But um, it just a lot of the stuff that's kind of helped me get through. And you know, sometimes it's just like I was just holding the pen and just kind of like it just kind of flowed out of me. And uh, right. some of it just you know torment and this all that other sort of stuff. You know. That, we all, I think we all go through, um, but it's called A Sinner's Heart, mm-hmm. and it's by C.E. Nye, and that's N-Y-E, like Bill Nye, science guy, but I'm curious, Nye, oh, we And uh, But I'm also, I'm also on Facebook, and I do have a small Facebook page for my um, book, you know, if people can like it. You know, I'm, I've been working construction for about 15, 20 years, and I I should have went to college and learned more about computers, so I'm not real computer savvy. So websites stuff like that I have not I've not gone into yet. That's but, cool, Chris. Um, you know, works in progress. If you got if you got a Facebook page and a book out, you know, uh you're doing just fine. So I would not worry about that. Um really appreciate you calling in um and um and calling again. All right, thank you very much, Ashua. You have a great day. You too. And a phone hug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> um, all right. That was Christopher calling from uh, Cushing, Oklahoma. Um, just a few minutes left in the show. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to everyone, but we'll certainly do the best we can. Uh, one more try to 386. Are you there? Can you hear me now? I can indeed. Hello. Hi. This is Noir Hente. How are you? I'm calling I'm from good. Central Florida. Central Florida. Cool. Uh, let's let's get right to your poem. It's called Unwritten Poems, and here it is. I don't write poems about sunshine and butterflies. The lilt of my lyric lands on blood blown back into stained, steeled spikes where opiatic aspirations used to dwell. In my non-utopia, crack baby choruses sing hosannas unbidden, acapella improvisations, off-key accusations, rhapsodic, bluesy etudes on ignored inequities. I don't write poems about clam bakes and ginger snaps. The fabric of my flow unfettered by false feelings of filial familiarity, canter cane, can kumbaya and clear conscience. I reflect mayonnaise sandwiches washed away with sugar water, accidental items on menus planned desperately on purpose in high-rise cell block refugee camps where once warriors wilt wary and wallow in the hollow homes. You say it's all right? It's not all right. You say we're past race, while I am erased, unemployed, illiterate, imprisoned, impoverished, in a great society that aids my extinction. I helped you mind fuck me. Jagged Jedi mantras make me self-genocide, killing millions without malice. Countless, carelessly conceived little black inconveniences, earnestly urging the ending of our finest hours. So excuse me if I'm not post-racial. Excuse me if I still see the long road ahead, beckoning once more for travelers. Excuse me if I don't let you minimize my pain. I'll be goddamned if freedom's cry is ever politically incorrect. My mother keeps muttering how the big blue ball will timeless turn without regard to whether I like it. But I won't give up. I want to change the world. I want to change this world. I have to change my world. Till then, poems remain unwritten. And peace. Very nice, Norhente. Um and, and just in time, I've only got a minute left in the in the show. I'm glad you glad you got to fit that piece in. Very well read, um, um, and very powerful. I'm I'm stuck on kind of a silly image uh, in my own head because that's just sort of where my head goes of the idea of crack baby choruses, and I'm trying to think <laughs> how much you know how much training you know needs to go into getting that to be a listenable sound. But um, anyway, you got well, a website in like well, ten seconds. Think about it. You know that is not much training needed at all. Um, yeah, I guess I don't I don't have a website. Um but I am on Facebook uh Facebook, just type my name in. Uh either the way you see it in the chat room, N O I R R 
N O I R J N T E, or you can type it in, type it in as if it's uh, two words like you're supposed to have on Facebook, and you'll come up with me. I've never not friended somebody who asked me to become their friend. That's that's fantastic, Nora Hente. I'm going to have to uh, cut you off right there because we're just out of time. Thanks everyone to calling in. Um, uh, check out when our next show is. I want to um, and do enter our contest and all of that. Uh, great show today, everybody. Um, our next show will be next month. Um, have a lovely rest of your day and uh, phone hugs to everybody. Bye.